Welcome to Downloadable Content. We are Alex and SJ Herschel. We're going to talk about Smash Bros. again. Let's go! Alex, this is our first episode of 2024. Yes, sir. Season three coming at you. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. It is nuts. How was your Christmas? It was really good. Um, First one being married is an adjustment. Um, We had a lot to do. Went around to a lot of people, but had a pretty dang good time. Oh, good. I know. What about yours? It was great. Good. We did the usual Stuff with the in-laws, stuff with my family, um, got some good, good gifts, gave some good gifts, got this guy from you. From me. Look at him. He's so adorable. Look at his eyes. Very soft. Look at, look at how he can't even see out of look his Look at eyes. his eyes. He cannot see forward. For you audio-only listeners, this is a Yoshi. <laughs> Plush. Very cute. Very yeah. cute. I was gifted a rather beautiful charging station. So oh. I actually wasn't sure whether you had one of those. So I texted Liv. Well, I first I texted Jonah and I was like, hey, do you have Liv's number? Really? And then I got Liv's number really? and then I texted Liv and I was like, hey, does Alex have like a PS5 controller charging stand? And she's like, nope. He just plugs it in. You're out so here sleuthing. Yeah. Sleuthing up. <laughs> So hope you all had wonderful holiday seasons as well. Yeah. Hopefully the new year's been going good so far. Um, you know, it's interesting. At, at work, a lot of people come in and talk to us. And um, a lot of them are pretty honest about how they're feeling. And we had one guy the other day who came in and I felt kind of bad. But he was just like very obviously upset. Like he came in and he was waiting in line for, you know, a few minutes. And I think he like audibly sighed about 15 <laughs> times. And I mean like this, like this. <sighs> oh, wow. With like the voice? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and like when we, when we got around to helping him, he was like, you know, this has been a really bad year for me so far. I'm having the worst year. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dang man well you know we're only a few days in i hope it i hope it turns around and gets up and then something went wrong with his stuff and he was like well add it to the disasters that have already happened for me in 2024 and i was just like man you know what i really hope that this guy has like a better day moving forward because he just was having a rough that's really unfortunate rough 2024 <laughs> so i hope that none of y'all are having that and that you guys are having a great 2024 so far and what a great way to start a good year by listening to downloadable content. What what better could you be doing with your time? Like, it's us. And I mean, if you're out of episodes and you've already listened to all of ours, there's a bunch more behind the paywall. That is Patreon.com. There's like 10, 10 of them? Yes. There's I believe 10 it's 10 now. Patreon episodes. Yep. And we're recording one today after this, so there'll be 11 by the time you get around signing up There's but hey good stuff if there. you don't got the money no pressure we, we love, love you anyway of course <laughs> <laughs> but um we wanted to start by just kind of going over what's been going on it's been like a month 
since we recorded something for the yeah because like the last one we did was game of the year and Mm -hmm. that was just solely game of the year so yeah Yeah, over a month i'd say what have you been playing all right let me give you the rundown i've been playing a lot of vampire survivors uh, a little bit of Hades, Cyberpunk 2077, still playing that. That's about it, That's I about think. It. Now, um, I also need to talk to you about my Steam Deck OLED right. journey. I, I, I thought we might have forgotten about that, but I was I just remembered as you were yeah. mentioning the games, and I was like, all right, let's get into it. So um, let me finish my video game for stuff it, for first. So, Vampire Survivors is a 2D, um, it's kind of like a, I think like a tower defense game, yeah. except the tower is you, like your character, and you're, you can move around the map. Right. And, you know, there's hordes of enemies that come from whatever side, and as you kill enemies, you get experience. As you mm-hmm. get experience, you can level up your weapons and passive abilities, and you try to survive as long as you can. And typically, the longest you can survive is 30 minutes before the Grim Reaper comes and kills you, and you've completed the level at that point. You can also play a co-op, up to four people, and it's a good time. Um, it's a terribly simple game, because aside from, like, navigating the menu with the d-pad and the a and b button like when you actually play in the game you just walk that's all you do because like your attacks come out automatically right and they're it's just set up timer. before like the round starts right there's like one weapon you get at the beginning depending on each character mm-hmm. and that weapon just it does its thing mm-hmm. you know and you just walk around and position yourself in the best spot um but it's so entertaining mm-hmm. to me um it has like crazy high reviews on steam and it's like it's the perfect game when at the end of a long day at work i come home it's before dinner i just need to like relax a little bit i play vampire survivors for like half an hour and it's like it's so great it's so satisfying the sounds that it makes when you like collect the little gems to get your experience like all of it it's just like it just works so so well. They recently released a Amogus DLC, um, where you can play as like you're the crewmate mm-hmm. and and all this stuff. And there's like a whole new map, um, around Among Us, the video game Among Us, um, and it's fun mm-hmm. you know it, it's a good time there's like a whole bunch of unlocks too so like right now i'm going through you know it'll tell you like oh if you do this and this you can unlock this new thing so i'm like going through and doing all those um it's great i highly recommend it if you haven't played it before and it's cheap like i bought it for five bucks and the dlc was two dollars i mean come on you really can't go wrong with it so nice i'm playing that um i got hades I bought it for like 20 bucks. I have played it for about a little over five hours, maybe. It's not it, man. It's not your thing. It's not it. Yeah. Uh, like, 
I was willing to take that risk because mm-hmm. I got it on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I didn't have a bad time, but this is like my first dedicated roguelike game that I've played, I think. The, the closest thing to a roguelike that I've played is um, Cadence of Hyrule, mm-hmm. which I really liked because in Cadence of Hyrule, you don't really lose progress. Um, and but with Hades like you die right so like first of all like you go through these randomly generated levels and you're upgrading your weapons you're getting like you know you're increasing your stats and whatnot and then you die once you restart at the very beginning all over again you lose your weapon boost you gotta like restart everything and it gives you a chance to like pick different weapons and unlock new weapons too but it's just way too repetitive for me and i just couldn't get into it like i remember like the first time i beat the very first like big boss lady and i was like oh sweet like i got her and i was hoping that at that point like so i go to like the next tier right and then in the second tier i'm going through these rooms and then i die and i'm like okay great just like put me at the beginning of the tier but no it puts you back at the very bottom so you have to beat that first boss again and depending on how your level up boost and stuff that you get through your second playthrough that first boss that you've already beaten might actually end up being harder so like you might have a harder time beating it than you did the first time and so it just got frustrating it wasn't my thing but if any of you have played hades kind of let me know your thoughts i think it's just ultimately going to depend on whether you like that sort of game or not and i figured out that it's not my thing yeah um what else did i say i've been playing cyberpunk, cyberpunk cruising just through. great cruising through the phantom nice. liberty dlc um yeah and then i just got to talk about my uh steam deck experience but do you want to yeah i mean i don't have quite as much to talk about as you um i have two games to talk about here well three things but first off for christmas i was actually gifted quite a bit of gift cards to the nintendo eShop and to the playstation store so i have the means to do games moving forward Mm. we always talk about how expensive it is to game which is true but now i've got a little bit of a cushion thanks to some very very generous and kind people Uh, plus my wife gifted me jedi fallen order which just so happens to be your game of the year your herschel game of the year 2022 do you mm-hmm. remember that mm-hmm. so very excited to play through that um i'll start that once i'm done with red dead redemption 2 and if you want to hear more about that you're gonna to have to sign up for patreon because we're gonna lock that review behind patreon <laughs> for y'all but anyway um no and then um as you all know i have small love affairs with mobile sports games like retro bowl or hoop league i recently started playing retro goal which is the same people that made retro bowl but it's soccer Ooh, sorry oh. about that y'all one second i think you're good keep going okay retro goal the same people that made retro bowl but it's soccer instead and it's actually a lot of fun um it's it's great for like those little breaks at work because you can play a game in like three minutes 
So I'm like, okay, I don't have time to do much of anything, but I could pull out, play a quick match of soccer. And I've never really been a soccer person. I was going to say, I didn't. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. So that's also fun. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Okay. Well, cool. So the Steam Deck. I got the Steam Deck OLED. It came. It came. Where is it? I took it with me to our New Year's extended family celebration. I was loving it. That is actually the the um that's where I've been playing Vampire Survivors the most because it's perfect for the Steam Deck. Um it's not here. And let me tell you why. So naturally leading up to my purchase of the Steam Deck OLED I did a lot of research on YouTube and watched videos, and one of the reports said that the Steam Deck OLED, there's like a few batches of the first production models that had this one minor issue, and it's that when you're using the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, it produces a kind of a very quiet but noticeable like electronic buzzing noise in the back and when I heard about that I didn't think too much of it because people were saying that you can just RMA it and they'll fix it for free so I got the Steam Deck I was playing it it was great I really never use headphones with the Steam Deck because when I play it I'm in a setting where I can just use the speakers and the speakers sound great anyway Um, and when I have used headphones in the past like I didn't want wires so I just used like my airpods and it was great but I was like you know I want to see if that problem is there just to check so I plugged in my headphones and it was there and the thing is like if I didn't know that that was an issue I probably wouldn't have thought too much of it but because I know that it's a defect and it's noticeable and that they are capable of fixing it I was like just do it I want this to be in like the best. Sorry about that, guys. Speaking of buzzing in your. I know, for real. It's not that bad, but I was like, I want this to be in the best shape possible. So I contacted the support. They sent me a label. I've sent it off. I should get it back within a few weeks. So. Okay. But it's it's gonna be a little tedious because I'm gonna have to set everything up again because it gets like like factory reset. reset. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I love it. It's I look great. forward to holding I, it yes. the next time that I'm here. I will definitely have to try it cool. out. Yeah. Cool. All right. So before we get into our main topic for today's show, we have decided that when we do not have a question of the day, we're just going to choose a quick topic to kind of warm up our gaming discussion. And today, this is something that I am probably unreasonably passionate about, but it leads into our main topic of the show. And it is this. I get unreasonably frustrated in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate (laughs) when people refer to characters or moves that are broken or overpowered. I hate it. I hate it so much. And let me tell you why. Smash Bros. has a history of having 
one or two characters that is like noticeably stronger than the rest of the roster, right? <laughs> like in the first one, Pikachu and Kirby are easily the best. Kirby, yeah. Kirby in Melee, Fox and Falco are easily the best. In Brawl, it was Meta Knight. In Smash 4, it was Bayonetta and Cloud. In Smash Ultimate, I think is easily the most balanced Smash Bros ever. And so, I agree. My my problem with this is that the terms broken or overpowered have become so oversaturated that every single character has a move that's overpowered. I'm like, okay, but 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 why are we talking about that because for every overpowered move you have you have all these other things that balance this character with the roster at that point it's not overpowered it's this is the best technique and combos to use with this character part of my issue with this is we've played smash bros quite a while yeah we we have a lot of smash time together yeah Mm -hmm. um how many times have i taken a Mario forward air spike <laughs> off the stage. How many times have I gotten sweet spotted by your Marth and his tipper? How many times have I gotten need by Captain Falcon? There, the, these are not overpowered moves. And especially now where Smash Bros is, like, I feel like unless you're still playing Smash Bros for the first time, like, when I'm playing someone who's playing as Mario, I know, all right, one of the things that they're going to try to do, they're going to try to get me off the stage so they can spike me. Like, that's just something you do when right. you're playing as Mario. Right. But I hear other people say that that is an overpowered or broken move. I'm like, what? It's far from it. So it, it's just, yeah. it, it frustrates me because at that point it's, it's like justifying getting beat by the same move over and over and over. And I, I get beat by those moves all the time. But that's not because it's the move's fault. It's because I don't properly defend against it. I know it's coming. All of you know all these overpowered moves that are coming. Even moves like, you know, the DLC characters for Smash... Like, people are like, oh, their attacks are really strong, right? Like, Banjo-Kazooie's Golden Wing, Hero and his magic stuff. Like, it's so random, so overpowered. It's like, yeah, but think about, like, all the other stuff that makes it very easy to punish those characters. Like, if you do the right thing, you're in a great spot to put out some, like, major damage on them, right? Yeah. So it just, it bothers me so much to hear it because... No, like, you don't know what overpowered and broken in Smash Bros. is if you haven't done this, this, and this, and this. And it's probably entitled to me, but it just bothers me a ton. I I think there's, in any fighting game, in any, like, competitive fighting game, or any fighting game that has the capacity of being competitive, it's very easy for people to, like you said, blame it on the move rather than themselves, right? It's like people don't want to take responsibility um of their own skills i mean it's cliche but like skill issue 
No, like, it, it is. Quite literally, it's a right? skill issue if right. you think that Mario's forward air is broken because it's not. I, I would argue that Steve's moveset is, I think, arguably a bit broken, like the blocks. Mm-hmm. I have seen countless up Bs just get denied because Steve placed three blocks mm. right at the edge of the stage. See, and honestly, Steve's one character that like, I haven't played against yeah. a bunch because the DLC thing. A lot of the people that I play with just don't even have him to begin with. And then when I'm playing with you, you don't play as Steve. No, I don't play as Steve. So, like, I just um, haven't really encountered it. But, but yeah, I think, generally speaking, it's safe to say when people say... like. It's almost like popular to say, like, oh, that move is so broken, right? It's like, like it's like baby. Everybody says that all the time. Yeah. But it's really not. Yeah. You're right. Like, I mean, Ultimate is so well balanced, and it's like, even like spamming. That's actually one of my pet peeves is when people are like, oh, stop spamming that move. It's like, beat it. It's like, no, like, you're not good enough to work around it, right? So, right. like, the thing is, like, if anything can be spammed and it's working, you should spam it. Because right. that means the other person just isn't good enough and you are utilizing the tools at your disposal to effectively beat your opponent. And, like, isn't... I'm not sure if this is accurate, so let, let's clarify this first. Isn't there, like, anti-spamming stuff, like, built into the game? Where, like, if you're using the same attacks over and over and over, like, they gradually get weaker. Isn't that a yes. thing? They right? get weaker and weaker. So yep. it's like, if you're still upset about it, like it's not like they're doing nearly as much. So like, just get around it. It's yeah. So it just means know. you're not good. It just means you're not just doing it. it. You're just not playing the situation as well as you could. I'm trying. I'm, I'm really hoping that I'm not like offending our <laughs> We're listeners like right now <laughs> because I, I I don't have a problem with the individual themselves. I really don't. But like that really bothers me when i'm playing smash bros like, yeah a lot i bring this up because when i was over the holidays there was a time where um i was with my wife's extended family and they have young kids right like i'm talking like four five and six and they're all playing smash bros together and i keep hearing this over and over yeah and it's it's about like simple moves it's about like link doing just standing neutral just his three sword slash combo that you get for just pressing the a button people are like that's <laughs> broken and i'm like oh <laughs> oh no so it's it's nothing against you but i just it was on my mind needed to get it out there if you feel like we're attacking you first off we're sorry second off message us and maybe we can share some tips on ways to get around some of these things that you feel are broken or unfair so that you don't think they're broken or unfair anymore. Let's play Smash Online. I'm down. Do that. Un- don't do not do that unless you're prepared to get Mario forward aired off the stage about 7,000 times for the rest <laughs> of your life. But, hey, one day. It doesn't happen every time anymore. Now I can avoid it about 20% of the time. Honestly, I was surprised how well you played, like, fresh off of your mission. Mm-hmm. Like, you were rusty, but yeah. you weren't bad. But speaking of Smash Bros. Ultimate, our topic of the day comes from Discord user Emu Master Emu Master 42? himself. There's some number after it. I don't have it pulled up right in front of me. What? Uh, 
Emu Master came up with this idea with his brother, and he said, a ranking of your top five Smash Bros. characters or maps. And today, we're bringing you both. Because we said, you know what, why not? So, do you want to do characters or maps first? Let's do maps, because I think characters are more exciting. I'm with you on that. Um, Let me go with my number five. Okay. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna. And do And then it we too. can just take turns. Go up. Fountain of Dreams. It's pretty dang good. It's just it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the reflections. I love the music. Like the very first music selection when you pull up the music mm-hmm. options. The <laughs> it gets like super intense. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just so good. And I have always been a fan of the triplat. Mm-hmm. stages yeah so definitely. i love it yeah. final destination because classic, classic classic one-on-one no items final destination to find out who really is the best smash bros player mm-hmm. it's sj every single time but hey final destination nope. it's a great stage <laughs> uh hollow bastion mm. so we're including dlc in this um i just so like hollow bastion i go there when I'm using a character that likes to be up close and personal, because it's like a fairly small stage, it's just one mm-hmm. little platform. Music is great. Half the time, I'm just going straight down, picking Destati. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Nice. nice. Suzaku Castle from Street Fighter. Oh. This is one of the only, well, not only. I really like that one. I just really like the sunset aesthetic over the... Yeah. Like, would you say feudal Japanese? Or what kind of Japanese architecture would you consider that? I just really like the look. Like, the buildings in the background of it. Mm-hmm. It's just very aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, Corneria. Nice. So, all of my picks here are competitive viable stages mm-hmm. except corneria because corneria you've got it's a super wide stage right you're fighting on top of the ship and on the right side you've got that little the corner mm-hmm. you know where all the the real people go to fight and all the shenanigans <laughs> happen i just love that so much mm. and on the very front you can actually land on the little laser things right and he could like even fight in there which is like crazy fun so it's just mm-hmm. like the right mix of shenanigans and yet being like viable like you can actually like have a one-on-one there mm-hmm. right without like jank because if you just turn off hazards and that way you don't have like our wings coming in blasting you out of the sky yeah. you know anything that happens is like your fault yeah you know completely yeah my number three is New Donk City Hall. This is the only oh, stage where... Good choice. The only, like, transition-y stage where you're, like, moving around and stuff. Because usually I really don't like that in Smash Bros. But when you're playing New Donk City Hall, and you've got Jump Up Superstar playing, and you have those nice transitions just timing really nicely with the music where it's saying Jump Up, and it's like, man, I'm playing a Mario game in the middle of Smash Bros. Ultimate. I love New Donk City in general. The music's great. It's just a Music good selection is time. in Smash is incredible. I mean, it when really you think is. about how many songs are in the game, it's straight up like an iPod on its own. Like you can just go into the soundtrack and just listen through it. Sakurai has said this before, but that alone should be worth more than the price of the game itself. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, my second one is Pokemon Stadium Two. 
And for you guys out there um, that may not know, the difference between Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, I believe, are differences in the blast zones, primarily. Mm. So at what point do you die when you leave the stage is slightly different. Um, Stadium 2 is the one that is typically used in tournaments, so I prefer that one. Um, Anytime I go there, I'm just going to go and pick the Cynthia theme song which is great it's a good time it's like it's a good mix of like having a couple platforms to make things up but it's like fairly flat kind of like fd you know yeah so definitely my number two is dreamland from the the like the original kirby stage from the n64 with the tree the pineapple Mm -hmm. yep i love it um same type of thing as the reason you brought up gourmet race just gourmet race is great I love those. I just, I, like, I think back in, back on, because my first Smash game was N64, the original Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And even then, that stage was just so fun to play on. It's, it's just, so It's just such a good time. I mm-hmm. love Smash Bros, man. All right. My number one is Town and City. It might seem really bland. Mm-hmm. Here's why. It's purely for, like, how the stage plays Mm. so i love that like at the start of the stage it's just like fd right Mm. and then after a little while you get some like platforms that come in and then they leave Mm -hmm. you get some different platform formations that come in and then they leave like it's just it mixes things up enough to the point where i can comfortably play against anybody on that stage competitively with basically any of my characters Mm -hmm. and not feel like i'm in a disadvantage disadvantage and still have a good time so nice purely from a competitive standpoint music selection yeah kk slider's cool but (laughs) my number one is mario galaxy because the Gusty Garden song deserves so much more love than it gets. That's the default on Mario Galaxy. I love that. About the one that's like dome. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite stage. I love that stage. What? Now I will say, I'm gonna say this. Generally, with most of these stages, I do tend to have them either Battlefield or Omega, so that it's just sure. it's either the FD version or the Battlefield version, okay. right? Okay, okay. Um, but even with the the roundy boy um i really like it um and part of the reason why the dome doesn't bother me as much is i'll introduce my favorite character to you later in this episode but he just happens to have some strengths that make playing on the dome not an issue for a lot of his attacks Mm. and i'll go over that when we when we get to the characters just so that we can kind of keep it nice and loose and interesting so okay well speaking of characters uh my number five is and some of these i really struggled with because i realized i have like a few characters that i like to play and there are like one or two that just didn't make it in here Mm -hmm. but my number five is peach i've been enjoying peach quite a lot lately Mm. i like her floaty mechanics i like her turnips um i'm like i'm not great with her still i'm trying to get better um but 
yeah she she's just like fun no character is like her mm-hmm. nice yeah my number five is pikachu because i like pikachu when ultimate first came out i was like well i want to have like a character for each iteration of smash Bros. so i want to choose one of the ones from the original Smash Bros. I'm going to be really good at it. And then all the mm. new characters from Melee, I'm going to choose one of those. And so on and so forth throughout. And I didn't really stick with that. But that does mean that when I first got Ultimate, I spent like a lot of time with Pikachu. Because that's who I wanted to go with. Um, and I've kept him up. I think he's good fun. Definitely not my best character. But I do have a good time You're playing Pikachu's as a little good. rat guy. Yeah. So... I like Pikachu. I feel like I hit a wall, though. Mm. Like, I can't get him any better than I have right now. Mm. Um, number four, Mario. I like that forward spike, that forward air spike. It, you know, there are few things more satisfying in the world than having your down be charged up, flood. <laughs> and then you see somebody up being and then you just flood them and then they go just fly up and they get pushed away and then as they're just floating down i just dunk them down <laughs> or if i'm feeling a little extra spicy or if their percentage is a bit low and i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to spike them down for far enough just cape them and flip them around and bye-bye <laughs> It's brutal. He's merciless <laughs> when he's playing as Mario. Man. It's so much fun. My number four is Luigi. Luigi. I just like him. Um, I think it's because he's kind of goofy, and a lot of his attacks feel kind of derpy. Like I love his how his dash attack is this little multiple hit guy, and you get the little like cartoony clonk uh-huh. sound from it. There's just little things like that. Like I just think he has. So much character, and yeah, have a good time with Luigi. Did you know that his, you know his taunt where his he does mm-hmm. a little kick, you know that spikes? spikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you ever hit that before? No, because like, well, when I found out about that, it was once I had like started playing with you, and you never just like hang off the stage. Like if you're oh, like yeah. on the stage and I'm coming up to you with Luigi, you know that's coming. You're not gonna stay there. You'll either jump or you'll roll out or you'll do something. So, yeah, like, I've I... never had an opportunity. Where someone doesn't know what's coming. Sure. It really is. It's <laughs> yeah. actually outrageous. But. Like, you ought to do that against... I've, so, I've, I've... I shouldn't have spoken too soon. I've uh-huh. landed it, like, not off an edge. But there was a time where I've been playing with someone. And just in, like, the middle. Like, we were, like, kind of having a scrap. where We were both kind of, like, just dodging every attack. Mm-hmm. And so, I just threw it out. And he just happened to, like, run into me. <laughs> so, he just, like, bounced off the oh, yeah. a little bit. With his little 1% damage from the <laughs> kick. But... I've never killed with it, gotcha, which is a shame. Gotcha. So. Very nice. Luigi is a disrespectful character. <laughs> I mean, you got his uppy, right? Yeah. The plunger. I mean, <laughs> he's just clowning around <laughs> the whole time. so fun. <laughs> I mean, even his grab, he literally sucks you in with a vacuum, bro. He's like... No, it's know? a plunger. Oh, yeah, right, right. That's connected right, like to the a vacuum. vacuum. And stuff. You're right, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Um... My number three is Captain Falcon. Yeah, Captain Falcon barely beat Mario. Um, 
he's just captain falcon is so fast i just i love running in grab down throw neutral air neutral air up air up air off stage into edge guard like he's just fun and then if i'm feeling <laughs> spicy or it's like free for all with like four or five people you know i'll see like a bunch of guys like fighting over on this side of the stage and i'll just jump up and then charge a falcon punch i'm bound to hit like oh. one or two of them uh-huh. <laughs> having flashbacks to the multiple wombo combos that i've experienced from this man <laughs> my number oh, three is fun Whoa. is corn corn number three okay i picked up corn near the end of smash four's lifetime and mostly just because his counter was so good but then just kind of kept him up with ultimate he's definitely still one of the characters like my top two characters are easily the characters i play the most and then there's a little bit of a drop off but corn was like the clear like next one yeah um and because corn very very specifically has to have a certain skin you have to play as a female corn first you have to play as female. I don't know anybody that plays as male corn. You have to play as female corn. And, I mean, the base female costume's nice, but my personal favorite, I wear the orange one a lot. Orange one, yeah. Orange, orange female corn. It's the way to go. Here's the thing. Robin, I actually like the male one, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Even, like, Byleth, I think the male one looks good as well. Mm-hmm. Corin's though... It's just, I don't know. He's bare feet, you know. It's just I don't. The hair, the hair is per, a little awkward. For me, it's not that the male design is bad. It's that yeah. I think the female design is so much better. I agree. Like with Byleth, male and female, like both of them are like equally like okay. That design, like, there's not a clear winner. And yeah, same with they Robin. both look good. Both of them are acceptable for yeah. me. But with Corn and. I, I would say that the male design is good, but the female design is just so much better that it's... I think it just fits... Yeah, the design fits the female character it, way better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For sure. That's what it is. Um, number two. Can you guess? I bet you can guess who no, my go number ahead. two is. I actually... I'm, I'm surprised because there's like three or four options in my head going through. Okay, okay. A Byleth. Okay, that's when you when you started with B, I was like, okay, it's gotta be Byleth, <laughs> but I don't wanna seem like a fool. Um Byleth is my favorite DLC character. Mm-hmm. Um I just I love Byleth's uh reach. Mm-hmm. I love her neutral air. The uppy out of shield is great upping people in the air is great you just spike them down like it's probably probably the only like slow character that i consistently use is byleth um byleth is slow relatively speaking to the rest of the cast i'm really interested to see what number one is now because i thought i knew you were saying but i would also say your number one was a slow character but Okay. I guess we'll see. Huh. But yeah, no, Byleth is definitely slow. Yeah. No. Byleth's just so much fun. Yeah. Nice. My number two is Lucas. Now, please don't unsubscribe. I know a lot of people really hate <laughs> Lucas. Okay. 
but he's just a good time. Um, part of my my passionate dislike for people saying overpowered is because people are always calling Lucas overpowered and broken and stuff, and I think that's just kind of silly. They'll say that like as soon as they get hit by a side PK beam. ice. As, yeah, it, it's either PK fire. Yep. Or PK ice and their PK freeze. Sorry. Yeah. And, and they get frustrated. But like, he's really not. And I I just have a good time with him. I've never been one to. Like I honestly don't use PK fire a ton. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm biased and looking at myself. But I don't feel I don't like I do that very much. I use PK freeze a lot as like my main edge guarding tool. But anyway he's a lot of fun for me i my favorite thing is just like his aerials come out so quickly compared to the other characters that i have where i'm just you know short hopping and using an aerial attack and those i don't even know what you call yeah, it, like it's the like energy stuff it's and... it's coming out fast also his back air spike is really nice yeah that back air spike <laughs> the little Very flippy satisfying. guy Ooh, yeah it's nice so focus um, before I give my final number one, I just want to give a honorable mention to Marth. Okay. Because he was my Smash 4 main, mm-hmm. and I still use him consistently. Mm-hmm. I love Marth. He's mm-hmm. just fun. Um, it was between Marth and Peach, and Peach barely mm-hmm. edged it out just because... Of recency and stuff. Yeah, recency yeah, bias, probably. Um, the other honorable mention is Sora. Because Sora actually made it into Smash. I'm just blown away that that happened. And I like playing as Sora as well. Mm-hmm. Sora's fun. Um, just uh, didn't quite make the cut. Yeah. My number one, you know who my number one is. Palutena. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's it's Palutena. Um, if you've been on Discord, you know. That's my profile picture. It's been that way forever. Um, Palutena was the character that just clicked for me when I picked up Ultimate. Mm-hmm. I first immediately went to Marth because mm-hmm. Marth was my main. As soon as I figured out that the combos that I did in Smash 4 just did not work anymore in Ultimate, I was like, oh, I need to explore other characters. I was just going through the whole roster, played as Palutena. I was like, wow, this is it. And I already kind of liked Palutena from Smash 4, but Palutena in this game is just a better version of yeah. Smash 4 Palutena. She has a counter. She has a reflector. She has really quick moves. Um, also, some really slow moves as well. So you have to kind of be selective in how you use them. Um, she has her up B teleporting thing. It's great. Um, her upper is really good. She has a spike. She She has a really well-rounded arsenal to deal with most characters like most characters on the roster and really quick and really fun yeah nice no that's what i thought i guess yeah palutena's attacks come out fast i guess i just thought of her slow because like her movement speed's kind of slow compared to a lot of the characters would you agree like if you're just like you're just standing on one end of the stage and you move to the other would you consider her a slow character still or is that just a me no i don't think she's slow she don't think okay no. i okay. i think the things about her that are slow are her tilt attacks come mm-hmm. out slowly and her smash attacks come out very slowly mm-hmm. they're very exploitable all of her aerials pretty much everything else is fairly quick mm-hmm. okay there you go my number one is rather obviously 
Toon Link. Yep. It's it's not even a question. So my love for Toon Link obviously sprouted out of my love for Wind Waker. But when SJ started teaching me how to play Smash Brothers in a more... Um, Sweaty fashion. Fundamentally correct way <laughs> instead of just pushing buttons. Um, I still really enjoyed Tink. And part of it is because when I'm playing as SJ... SJ likes to do this thing where he likes to get up real nice and close to me and combo me to the high heavens. Now, before I started playing with SJ, you know, when I was just playing with my brothers, like combos weren't really a thing. Um, we were not very good at Smash Brothers. And so I really didn't like being comboed. I was like, this sucks. This is not <laughs> a good time. And Toon Link happens to have a lot of tools that help make it a little bit difficult to combo him because you can space very, very nicely with all his stuff and all the links can. Um, but I just keep really awake like is, is pretty good. I just really like Toon Link. Um, yeah, arrows, bombs, boomerangs. And a big thing for me is I really like ranged grabs. Um, mm-hmm. Like you'll notice Luigi has one. Uh, actually, I think he's probably the only one Lucas. that I've mentioned. Lucas has a ranged grab too, right? Yeah. So I really like ranged grabs, and Toon Link has a ranged grab. And his back throw is probably my favorite move in the entire game. Because <laughs> I little... love it. The little <laughs> drop onto your back and kick him <laughs> off. It's So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely biased because it's Wind Waker, but at the same time, my favorite. That's a beautiful thing, though, right? When you have, like... A game you love, and then that the way that character plays in Smash also happens to be just right mm-hmm. up your alley. Yeah. Who are your favorite characters? Which are your favorite stages? Please let us know. Um, it might be fun to post all your favorite stuff in Discord and see what everybody says. Yeah. And I'm very interested because some of our most active Discord members, I know who you mean, but some of you I don't, and I have preconceived ideas of who you would main based <laughs> off of your discord presence so i'm excited to see what you all say that would be actually a, a funny discussion to have with like friends or family where it's like based on what you know about this person's personality who, who do you, you think, think this person would main and who they actually main mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that'd be fun um, thank you to our Patreon supporters, um, Grandpappy, Joshua, and Tyler, mm-hmm. as always. Welcome to 2024. We're excited. We'll see you soon. Alrighty. Love you guys. Yeah.